0: Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grains, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and an Advanced
1: Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an Advanced Cicerone.
0: It's funny because today I uh, woke up and Jeff's like, so you're going to, because Jeff doesn't, my husband is Jeff, by the way, and he doesn't really listen to my podcast very much so, or, you know, our podcast, same mine. It's more yours. <laughs> but um, so, you know, I was like, you know, you should really listen. You're missing out on some good stuff. <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, he's like, I listen to you bitch about beer every day. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I make fermentation noises on the podcast. <laughs> he goes, you make fermentation noises? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, wait, what? And I was like, you. this is why you should listen. And I'm not I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. And people, one day, people are going to come to you, and they're going to be like, oh, my God, your wife's so funny. She said this. And this is just my dream, guys. And um, he's going to be like, oh, you're going to be like, you know, remember this one? He's going to be like, no, because no, don't, I don't, I support, don't listen. Uh, yeah,
1: I don't support my wife.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tell him about this little nugget either. <laughs> so find him. <laughs> come to Pilot Brewing in Plaza Midwood, and you say, Jeff, did you hear that <laughs> joke your wife made? It's like, what? About you? we are like, oh, it's so funny. It was about this and that. I don't know. Make it up. Yeah. Make him comfortable.
1: Or what we should do is just come up with um, – like some sort of signal that people could be like, Jeff, Rachel told the gutter story on the podcast. <laughs> and then everybody can just like tell him that and he'll be like, what the fuck? What is the gutter story? Wait. I and like, a... not, don't give any details. No, just no. say Rachel told the gutter story. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> I can't believe you did that, but I'm glad you're okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, do that. His name is Jeff. That is
0: J-E-F. F. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, s- yeah, speaking of Jeff, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, sometimes he, he's great, and sometimes he pushes me to do things that I want to and yeah. I'm not ready for.
1: So let's just say a big, uh, that sounds what bad. the fuck <laughs> that did we bad. just do, <laughs> Rachel? Yeah,
0: we, uh, we did something, and I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it, and I just got this wild hair up my butt. You're like, Jen's
1: doing it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I got excited. (laughs) It's kind of like this thing where you know how like good friends get you know, have babies together.
1: It's kinda like our baby. It is kind
0: of like our baby. We're gonna have a baby together. Right.
1: (laughs) So for (laughs) everyone who's like, what is happening? Which is um, probably everyone. First of all, it's like eight forty five on a Sunday morning. So
0: Yeah, we see this is the problem is we take too long to sign up for our podcast (laughs) slot. (laughs) And everyone's like, full, full, full. Oh, wait, did you want to come here at 8.30 on Sunday morning? We got <laughs> right. that open for you. Right.
1: You're like, yeah, sure. I did actually take a picture of um, the parking lot when I walked in. Just, <laughs> I'm I the only like, one there. Yeah, I'll put this on on Instagram showing that it's just your car and my car in a giant empty parking lot because it's 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, we just completely went down a weird rabbit hole. But uh, Rachel and I both registered for... The motherfucking master cicerone. Oh my exam. god! I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw up.
0: Why? Why? And I wasn't going to. I mean, we have. No, I've said it before on this weren't. podcast. I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait till 2021. I felt good about that decision. I don't know what's wrong with me.
1: I was genuinely surprised. So me too. What had happened? <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was I signed up on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I got an unexpected bonus from my job that I was not expecting. So at first That's I nice. thought they messed up and paid me extra money. And then <laughs> quick, spend it! Yeah. <laughs> Sign up for this <laughs> yeah, test. Exactly. And then when they asked for it back,
0: be like, well, it's going to training.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had already, you know, I, I have a had a plan for how I was going to pay for the exam, because we've already talked yeah. about it is $995 yeah, what to are, take the exam. It, you know, just say a thousand, says exactly. her own. right. What well, was the um, odd even pricing? It's, uh, f- it makes the consumer feel better. It does. <laughs> <laughs> we got a deal. <laughs> so I um, decided, because I'd been a little nervous, uh, like as soon as the registration opened, it was over halfway full. And that was from Can mostly some people that? retaking. We got the inside. You know, we know
0: some yeah. people that work. We know. Everybody
1: listening. We don't have any. Nobody gives us any insight. No, we don't. <laughs> no,
0: we feel like a little bit of like fangirls when they
1: talk to us. Right.
0: Oh hey, exactly. Do you remember me? I've been here like so many times. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, no, we know you. We know you, the faucet girl. Yeah, we we remember you. Um, Wait, what? I t- I told you about that when I was me. Um, trying to take apart a faucet for the yeah. exam the first time I'd never done it before oh. and I was super nervous oh, yeah. and so I was shaking oh this is second level yeah, yeah 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 and energy. I couldn't get the um, <laughs> I couldn't get it threaded correctly back together which made me more nervous which made me started shaking more <laughs> and I finally just set it down on the table and said that's gonna be it for now and just <laughs> walked out of the room.
0: I don't think I, I mean I think I remember you telling me this, but I don't remember being this funny.
1: And <laughs> yeah, and at, like as I was doing it, so I'm already nervous. And one of the things they say when you're <laughs> taking the faucet apart is, you know, hold it sideways because like the the uh, the body, the shank is going to fall out if mm. you're holding it, um, which also happened. So I like I caught it <laughs> on my lap, and then was like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. And like as I'm shaking and trying to get it back together, I can feel like. The heat and the redness rising up my neck into my face. And <laughs> yeah, I just set it down and said, that's gonna be it for now, and walked out of the room. And it's the proctor would stand outside. Because it's, it's recorded, so he would stand outside and then go in and just, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I just need to go in and make sure that, like, you didn't, like, totally mess up the faucet. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I died over here because it's hilarious. But, like, I turn around as I'm walking out and see him walk in and, like, look at this mangled faucet on the table. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> it's a long journey, guys.
0: It's a long journey. It is. It is. It's but, just our own journey. Um.
1: So anyway, I, I yep. was had a plan for what, how I was going to register, but I was starting to get anxious because I didn't want it to fill up because yeah. my my plan has always been Master 2020. This is when I'm taking yeah. it. And last year it filled up. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, no. I think last year they had 19. Okay. 19 What's, out of 20. So 20 is their max. I I think so. I don't know if that's a hard. Yeah, max because if because somebody's
0: like, I want to take it, and they're like, sorry, you got to wait a year. Like they. Right. If enough people want to take it, I think they would make
1: it. I think so. Like, yeah. if I came in and I was registered at 21, yeah. that that. But you're right. It doesn't
0: sound like more than that or trying right. per well, year. And I, if I remember it correctly. It feels like that will go up.
1: Yeah. 19, this year, was the most people who had taken it for the past, like, two or three years. Yeah. And that was also, then you factor in when the Advanced Cicerone came out. Yeah. And when you, when they, it was only in 2018 that they started requiring that you be an Advanced cicerone to take that's the Master. It's true.
0: You could just go from second to.
1: Right. So a lot of people who were level two mm-hmm. were signing up for the Master. And that's that's part of why they instituted C- the Advanced. Is intent. You need. You have to jump. It's huge. There's no way.
0: Right. Even even like Chris Piney, who's a master, who who proctors a lot of the exams, even he said he wouldn't be able to do that master without doing the advance. Yeah. It's just you need that. Like the the advance is like half the master. Right. It's It's a a a baby master. It's a baby master. It's like a a one. It's like a one day master versus a two day master. It's it's very good prep. It is for the master. It
1: is. It's excellent. But um, I I had planned for it and then got this bonus that was enough to cover the exam. And so yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do this. And I was okay. driving from Atlanta to Charlotte and I thought, you know, I'm just going to, I realized that that had happened, that I had gotten that right before I was leaving to drive to Charlotte. Yeah. So I had like four hours of being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and I I get home and we were going to the Master Cicerone Tap Takeover that was at Sugar yeah. Creek. And... Um, I said, you know, before we go really quick, here's what happened. I'm going to register for the master's system before we leave. Yeah. And, I like, I was doing it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm doing it. Submit. Oh, my God, I'm putting in my debit card information. Submit. <laughs> and then, like, then I, I got the email saying, your registration is know, confirmed. Right. That email. And I <laughs> seriously, like, I feel myself starting to – tear up you're like take it back yeah <laughs> exactly and i was I, and tom was sitting there and i was like i might i might cry right now like this is actually happening and i've been talking about it for two years that this is the plan and i've been like i know that that's the plan but now i'm actually registered and that shit's non-refundable so it's happening whether i like it or not
0: <laughs> i know she t- she i am such an old person she texted me i was supposed to go to that event but i was so tired so i was like in bed like, actually, half asleep, when you texted me, you're like, you did it. I was like, good night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you woke up, but, and you're
0: like, was it all just a dream? And then, uh, no, no, it was very exciting. For, I was super excited for you, and I still, at that moment, had no plan of signing up. Yeah. It, like, I it was just, like, got up, and uh, we got to work, and I was like, man, I was just thinking about it, because, you know, there's, like, there's more than just, like, wanting to pass it, like, it's kind of strategic, like... I have so much going on, right? Brewery owners, stupid nonprofit I help. No, they're not stupid. They're great. It's just time-consuming. <laughs> I just like I just take on a lot right. sometimes, and I'm like, what am I doing? This is not a stupid nonprofit. I should not say that. It's just I take on a lot. It was a stupid decision on my part. But I love them, so I'm not right. going to stop. So um, anyways, but like I have all this stuff going on. But I'm always going to have a lot of stuff going on, right? So I was like, I just got to do it. And Jeff, my husband's exactly. like, you know what? Just kind of you got to fail once, right? <laughs> I mean, really, like, honestly, not everyone fails their first time.
1: Um, almost everyone. I, almost everyone. I mean, I want to say is maybe, A
0: couple people have passed. And but, I have no idea how Chris, that happened. But Chris, Piney, Pinesy, mm-hmm. did I say that right? Pisney. Pisney. He passed it his first time, but he, also, you know, like, he's very exposed to the process. Right. He definitely has a leg up. Super. Right. Not saying he didn't deserve it. Like, super congratulations right. Right. to that. I think probably Neil did.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't f- know. I feel like he probably did. Um,
0: Neil, let us know, okay? Yeah, <laughs> Neil works at Sisteron too. Wait, wait. He
1: does something else. What does he do? Um, he's a he's in, like an ambassador for and He doesn't work for got ya, got ya. Uh, because he has his own draft systems. That's company, right. Like yeah, Neil, company. and he
0: proctors some of the tests. Yeah, like advanced tests. So.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, I know. I think really the average for a lot of people is three times before yeah. they pass. I know that's how it was with Avery. That's how it is uh, or was with Joe. And I, if I remember correctly, I think Brian Reed was the same way. Yeah, Joe. Joe also
0: went from like second to master, right? His first time, he was one of the first advanced. Okay, so he did. Okay, yeah. Which is, man, if you to go to, and people have done it. Plenty, I mean, plenty. Some people have gone from second to master.
1: Right. I think um, Nicole Ernie was the first master cicerone, and I, I want to say she passed it the first time. I think Rich Higgins did, but it is truly, it's. A handful of it's people, a master like maybe five people <laughs> and who they did that the they first like time. bring
0: in not necessarily other master systems, maybe a couple, but they bring in like very highly respected pioneer beer people mm-hmm. to give this test, which is one of the reasons it's once a year, one of the reasons why it's so expensive
1: right, and it's that I think that's one thing that at least now, since I've had to take the exam so many times. Like, if you were in, a, if you are a master cicerone listening to this out there, just know that I do get super fan girl anytime I'm around you. Any, even if you are just yeah. the most normal dude, <laughs> and like in my mind, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> but your one of the things I think you underestimate is when you're sitting across from someone like Randy Mosher, and he's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Rage. here's a beer. Why don't you build me a five-course menu around it? Especially because the last time I was in his office, I got
0: super sick and threw up in the bathroom down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> to that leave. was Ray Daniels. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah like same the first, thing, same the, thing. The very first Not time Ray I anymore, took the, right.
1: the advance, <laughs> that Ray Daniels was the one doing my oral exam. And you go yeah. in his office with all of the, here's all of the accolades for Ray Daniels hanging on the wall. Yeah. Super, super nice guy and very down, you know. Like, yeah. He's just a normal guy. But it's definitely a... Kind of a starstruck moment. Right, and yeah. so it is. its is. You're you like, know, cool,
0: I'm supposed to be on top of my game, and here you are throwing right. me off. Right, right. and Thanks. it's, yeah, it's, Ray <laughs> it's part of the test. And Randy Mosher,
1: <laughs> and John Mallett, and Mitch Steele, all of these people who you've heard about. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Rachel's making a note <laughs> <laughs> something that people underestimate is having to go in and have, yeah, like have John Mallet be like, oh, well, I wrote the book on Malt, but why don't you tell me what you know about it? And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything nothing, about it. Nothing
0: malt. about you. I'm I'm a dumbass. I don't even know why
1: I'm here. Yeah, Let I'm me a, excuse yeah, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am a big, stupid idiot. <laughs> um, but what if was If you can't also get past that. <laughs> right, what was also funny about you registering is this is just me and being like infinite self-centered. Rachel sends me a text and a picture and says, also this showed up in my inbox and it's her it's registration confirmation. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, how did she get my registration <laughs> confirmation? I was wondering <laughs> if you would think that for a second. She's like, I bet she's going
0: to think it's hers somehow.
1: Like, yeah, I was like, did I, do I have like my, my old pilot email? I was, I was like,
0: I was like, how do I tell Jen?" I'm so excited!
1: I'm so excited. Do I just do it during the podcast tomorrow?
0: And she's like, "Oh, I'm master. Or I signed up for master?" I'm like, "Me too!" And I was like, "But I don't want. I don't want like take away from her moment. I don't want like talk about it first, you know." I was like, this is so exciting. And yeah. so then I couldn't help it. I just texted her last night. I was like, "Look!" And she was like, "Oh no, you dead!" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die!" But I just, I don't feel the intense pressure. This time, like I did the first time I signed up for Advance, mm-hmm. here was my thing with Advance. One, well, I'm competitive. Um, and I had just, like, gotten to know Jen because she was taking the Advance, and I was like, I want to be the first girl.
1: I mean, I would say but, I'm a little more competitive. than <laughs> <I'm> joking.
0: <laughs> so, but that, you know, that's just me being competitive, and, you know, that's how I've gotten this far in life. I'm just competitive. Right. But, and then I was. Yeah, that's
1: my entire outlook is. I can do that, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Watch me. Yeah. How but much money? Is, no problem.
1: Yeah. That, um, <laughs> Credit card debt? can do fine. I can do better. <laughs> I have had multiple people who don't know each other within my lifetime who have said, if you had a theme song, that would be it. Oh, yeah. For
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then I was just like, there are already so many, um, th- I say so many, what is there, like f- 4,000 certified cicerones, five thousand something like that. Um, Four thousand nine hundred.
1: I think it's actually less than that. I think I want we'll to say something like thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. But yeah, less than five thousand.
0: But you know, not a lot of people. And I'm all like, I got too many certifies. I gotta get. I gotta get advanced. I gotta get advanced. And then the brewery was opening, and I had one. It makes me look good as a head brewer if I'm advanced cicerone. Like, but, mm-hmm. but two, I had this time. Like, I have. I had. Quit Noda, the building was still under construction, so I was working from home. I had this time to study. So right. I was like, this is my time, you know? So I studied like it was my job. And I came so close. 77, I, you have to get at an 80. And I came so close, and I was like, man. And then the brewery opened, mm-hmm. and then it was harder, and I didn't do as well the second time around. And then, and then honestly, I still had a hard time. Like, I signed up right away mm-hmm. after I failed the second time. And I still had a hard time getting my, like, act, not my act together. I was just so busy. The business was struggling. We were new. And then I was like, Jeff, the test was in Seattle. I was like, I just need to be in Seattle for, like, two to three days before this test mm-hmm. so I can just do it. Right. And I did it. And I was like, oh, my God. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I don't even want to think about the master. And then I let it go. And then, you know, the brewery is doing better. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're still struggling in business. But um, w- things are getting easier, right? And
1: well, and you've been open long enough that at this point, every, you know, every St. Patrick's Day, you've yeah. already had a St. Patrick's Day, so you understand. You have an idea of what yeah. to expect, and no, just and definitely. stuff like that. Like you've got a, a over and, a year under just, your belt.
0: Yeah. we have our expenses down right. a lot. You know, we've less employees than we did when we opened, and we just manage things better. And it's just, you know, I was he was right. He was like, you just got to fail your first time. You, like, look at it that way. And I was like, it makes it not feel as much pressure. Yes. And I'm okay, like, with, I'm going to try the hardest I can. Don't get me wrong. And I'm just going to go in there with, like, it's okay if I don't know something. Like, I this is going to prepare me for the next one. Right. And I'm okay with that. Don't, like, don't get me wrong. I still want to pass it the first time. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, and I'm going to try. But yeah,
1: I think that's... One of the things that we are in an interesting position with it because I feel the same way. And so I, I know we've, I think we've already mentioned it on on this very episode, but the pass rate is 10%. Mm-hmm. And that's-
0: you have to get 85% right, to pass. Right, and
1: that's for everyone. So mm-hmm. that includes people, and again, out of, there's only 19 Master Cicerones in the yeah. world. And, this year, 19 people took it in one person past. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people taking it had already taken it before. Yep. And they are people in the industry that are extremely knowledgeable. And I think that's one thing I have to keep in mind also is I don't have to have this designation to be knowledgeable. I am knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. But oh. the, the, the likelihood, so people listening to this, because Tom and I were talking about this a little bit too. And we, we can definitely talk about it more here but the likelihood of either one of us passing on the first time oh. is infinitesimally Very small. low. Like that's why we should be able to take it together. <laughs> Cuz <'cause> we're hafters. <half-durst. laughs> hafters to masters. It's our journey. <laughs> so um, that's kind of where I am too is studying so I can pass it the first time, but I I had a similar experience with the advanced and I think and that's exactly what you do is second level right right for a lot of people just going in and taking the exam removes a huge unknown and then you know what to do better for next time because there's not a lot of materials out there that you can go do and get feedback on and know how did I answer this okay did I answer this as completely as they want and taking it for the first time helps you with that to take it the next time. Yeah. But then I also think the same thing. I don't want to not study as hard. No, because you like, still have to try like your throwing, hardest. Yeah, throwing yeah. your hands up and being like, well,
0: just, oh, well. Just to remove, like, so much of the pressure of, like, this is my only time. Like, it's not. It'd be great if you don't have to do it again, but right. it's okay.
1: But, yeah, realistically, it, it probably will be. And that's something with studying hard for this is that you know in in my head I think they're not going to ask me anything that I absolutely don't know yeah I'm going to be able to get most of the way there yeah but one thing I don't think we've done yet is just talk about what the format of the test is yeah so the master exam is offered once a year every October in Chicago at the Cicerone offices and it is a two-day exam mm-hmm. and it is essays Tasting and oral exams, mm-hmm. and you have two full days of mm-hmm. that. And full days, I mean, like you're there at eight thirty, you're done at five thirty. Yeah, you can. And then you, you have to do it all over. If again If you're the curious, next day.
0: like the website, the master s- syllabus, or like in the on the page where they have all the master info, they have a practice tasting exam.
1: They also just uploaded a practice written exam. Shut the front door. Yeah, it's. I, I say that it's. They. I think it's two or three essay questions. But it does give you an idea and is incredibly helpful yeah. for knowing what what they're looking for. So I want to say one of the example essay questions that. is actually about saison. Oh man, you I can have write a to book. write. You have to write the essay about saison. Provide like six commercial examples from three different countries. That
0: is a really good point to bring up. Um, <laughs> not the saison, but they want specific knowledge about commercial examples like they want you to be able to describe the difference between uh, omegon hennepin and Fantôme. Mm-hmm. like 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 the way it tastes the aroma like is this peppery is it bubblegummy? like there are differences yes. between these saisons and that is that's like with any time they ask you about any style anything a bear an essay about barrel age an essay about any style they will want specific commercial ga- examples like like it, it, it doesn't have to be the ones in BJCP. Yes, it can be anything that is commercially released. If you own a brewery and you make this style and you released it, and as long as they can find it like on tapped or something, it's cool. Use that beer, right?
1: And that was actually something when I took the advance that I didn't know that they go between. Yeah, it's like commercial super much examples, about service, right? But yeah. it's it goes between the commercial examples listed in BJCP, oh my God. and. Just examples that are available for purchase, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that they made that distinction. Like the first time I took the advance, and so there were parts that I was super confused on. When I like, w- I, I could name other Gosas from not from Germany, but in you know in my head, and that that was a specific thought process I had. Oh well, there's Westbrook GosA. I think that's a fantastic example, but it's not a commercial example, so I can't say that. And then afterward, realizing.
0: No, yeah, you yeah. can, yeah, you yeah. can go
1: back and forth, but um, that's going back to when I've talked to people who have taken the advanced exam, I don't know how anybody passes the advanced on the first time, but I know several people who have. Yeah,
0: Some people. And but it's
1: hard, and it's I mean, set up to be hard, you know? They yeah, don't, that's
0: the point. They don't want everyone to pass the first time. Right, like, right. That's not a true the tes- advanced. Yeah, the not test be mastered. Hard.
1: And I've in talking to people who go to take it for the first time and then afterward they'll say, yeah, I think I failed the tasting, but I did okay on the written or something like that. And And I'll say that's, don't be dejected by that. It is is a huge exam to prepare for and passing it the first time is incredibly difficult. So it's, you've taken it and just like you said, like you get a 77, you're really close. That doesn't mean that you don't know Something, it means that you didn't quite deliver the information the way they wanted it. The
0: advanced is different than the second level, because the second level you get pretty much the same exam if you take it again. The advanced is like all new set of questions. So your essays, you could have nailed like this essay, this essay, and not this one. Mm -hmm. And the next time around, you're going to have all different essays about different styles. Right. Different, like your draft system essay, it might be about a FOB one time, and it might be about balancing a system the next time. Right. And that you just just it's, uh, it's an unknown. So, and then the master you cannot separate it right. Like you have to pass the tasting and Correct. the and the written all in one go. Like right. there's no like the advance you can pass one or the other and retake, and retake one take, of the one right. or the other and the same with second. But
1: yeah, and that was something I hadn't thought about before until I registered. And I think Tom had asked me, "Oh, can you like can you register for one or the other?" And I was like, "Oh, I do oh so. No, you have to take the whole thing over yeah. again." And like Rachel said. The score has to be, you have to have an 85. 85, which means, okay, so just thinking through this, and sorry if I freak the two of us out just by talking about this. I but just, I pulled up the sample essays and we have, so I'm a little, you know, it's fine. We're all freaked out. Right. So we have <laughs> a good. two day exam. It's about nine hours each day. You have yeah. 16 essay questions. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many tastings and how many oral exams, but it's, you know, between two days you have to yeah. do all of this stuff. You can only get 15 things incorrect. Yeah, you have 16 essay questions, which means that and if essa- you answered everything else perfectly and got everything on your tasting correct, got everything yeah. on your orals right, and then you missed one point on okay. most of your essays, but you got 100% on one essay. Holy. That's that's an 85. <laughs> now <laughs> I want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse us everyone. And
0: the thing about the <laughs> essay too, it's like, okay, so like I'm looking at one, right? And mm-hmm. it tells you it's like answer this, answer this, answer this but it is a complete brain dump so even if you answer all this completely they could still be like well also this one last thing so minus one point it's not like you start out with having all the points right you have to earn this
1: yes point. that's true yeah like, yeah that's true it's not like, a deduction like
0: it's truly a master like you cannot forget one thing right. and that's another thing that's hard too is because this is timed so if it's if it's like a double master or a double event—it's probably like what eight essays in one day, mm-hmm. and four in the morning, four in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and you get like three hours of writing between your essays and your short answers. At least that's the way it oh, was. yes, because you have uh, orals and right, tastings you have to are, do.
1: Uh, the master is just essays. There's no short answer. Oh, okay. So yeah, it would be four in the morning, four in the afternoon, both days. That's
0: that's pretty good.
1: And. At least for right now, I've heard rumors you're going to change it, but you have to handwrite it as well. I know that would be that cool I if think, we could type. Yeah, but I think that's something that, and I, I remember when I was taking the bar exam. Yeah. In North Carolina, you could use your laptop and type. Like, there's exam software that Set you can up. use that yeah. lock basically locks everything down yeah. while you're in the program. And some people still chose to write. Right. And that was one of the things that our bar instructors said, Okay, well then you need to sit down and practice writing for four hours every day because when was the last time you sat down and wrote for four hours? I know. That'd be amazing. Probably the last time you took the advanced, you know? Yeah. And for a lot of people, that is a physiological thing that you don't think about. I know. But like your hand's going to hurt. Your yeah. neck's going to hurt because you've been, you know, holding it one way while you're writing furiously. And and I wrote so much to prepare for the events. I remember sitting next to a
0: guy and like lunchtime came. He's like, man, I haven't written this much since like college. And I was like, did you study? He's yeah. like, well, I read a little bit here and there. I was like, <laughs> you're going to be here again, sir. Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: exactly. you know, you
0: have to practice writing these essays. It would be cool if they switched it to typing, right? Lie.
1: And that—that that is feedback that I've heard from people is who are retaking it, is that I'm going to just practice writing essays oh, yeah. more, but also timing myself writing essays yeah. to make sure that I can get everything in, and also just have that understanding of okay, here's how you pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like I'm at somewhat of an advantage with that, having taken, and I'm like not flexing here, but having yeah, taken the... two bar exams and yeah. passing them on the first time. They're both two-day, nine-hour-long exams, yeah. and so I've been in that space before, but I've am also i I've also had that practice of giving being given that strategy. So, okay, if you're gonna start at nine, and you have until noon, and you have four essays, and I, I did this for the advance, I write yeah. down the times. Okay, so I have 45 minutes yep. per essay. So at 9 a.m., I'll be on this essay. By 9.45, yep. I need to move to this one. Have to take that break for the fifteen minute oral exam, yep. and then and I give myself deadlines, and, and that's how I can watch the clock and pace yep. pace myself. Because it's not about just knowing everything; you gotta time yourself out. It's like a test taking skills, a real thing. Right? Exactly. Exactly. It is. It's um, definitely a, a strategy, but yeah, yeah, and thinking through like what you can get wrong. <laughs> There's so many things. Yeah. Take a look at the
0: sample essays if you want. It's like You're like, okay, okay. But if I just miss one thing, I mean, you're right, if I use one point. Right.
1: like, fuck.
0: (laughs) You're like, I'm so smart, but I'm not smart enough to pass this test. Right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) about beer, at least, Sorry about beer. It's funny, I like how there's like, Master Cicerone, or even Advanced Cicerone, is like, way more highly, like, not highly acclaimed, like, what am I trying to say? There's like m- less of us. It's like more of a tight knit club than like being a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> taking exactly. the LSAT, right? Like, yeah,
1: you took the LSAT. I took Master's. Right, exactly. Well, and it's funny because thinking about it last night, uh, when when we were talking about it again, I'm pretty sure I'm aware of most of the people who are taking it. Like yeah. every year, I know I I know either through social media stalking, or just friends, or stalking, <laughs> hiding in bushes. <laughs> I, I know, I'm, and I'm at least acquainted with a lot of the people who are taking the exam. So it is a club.
0: We need to get some off flavors, like
1: advanced ones for us. We need to get the master ones, yeah.
0: That's what, that's what I, mean. Like, I mean. I meant more advanced than the ones I have at the brewery.
1: Right. Us talking about freaking out about the exam, though, is what, have you developed a study plan? Probably not, since, I, since you just signed up yesterday.
0: Less than 24 hours. Um, freaking out? I'm still in the freaking out stage. Study plan, no, I know you have really good plans, like, you write them down. My study plan is to, you know, I kind of need to do something like Joe did. Joe is the master that just passed at Sugar Creek Brewery in Charlotte, Mm -hmm. where he just, like, locked himself in the office from, like, 7 a.m. to noon. Right. Do not Turned off his phone, everything. Like, I need to figure out a way to do that. That's what I need to figure out. That's, I. Because getting these people, like, I sit at the bar, try to work, and everyone wants to fucking talk. Right. That's right. That's right. I'm bitching. You heard it. Huh. And when I ask all these questions, and you got vendors coming, and you have people, and then I like them ADD, so I start thinking about Project to Heal or this festival I'm throwing or the, all these crazy things I do with my life. I don't understand why. Yes. but um,
1: I've, I've, I had the similar thing when uh, I was studying for the bar exam. I was yeah. like, when was the last time I scrubbed these baseboards? <laughs> I need to do that instead. This is priority. I am not going to be able to concentrate until I scrub <laughs> the baseboards. I'll, I'll do
0: that at home if there's chores, like because I'm so behind on my life on everything. I get laundry and this and that. So if I'm, but so if I go to Amelie's, that's the best thing for me.
1: I picture so, you just like walking around Charlotte with like the fedora and the sunglasses, I don't or walk. like the, the glasses with the fake nose. I don't walk. Nobody walks in Charlotte.
0: Like I. I'm too spoiled. I Need to drive, but no, I like it there. It's quiet. Like I, I, I would come here and study. I should probably just pay for some little. We're in yeah, a do it. Co-working space. I yeah. mean, it's just easier than being in my office. My office, like, almost sometimes just turns into a storage unit.
1: Right. Well, and that that was also talking about test-taking strategy, studying for the bar exam. That was one of the first things that they said is. You need to talk with your friends and family members and set the expectations for everybody yeah. for what. No, our exam study was about ten weeks, and yeah. it, and he said like this is a huge thing. Which luckily I don't I don't have kids, I don't have family yeah. nearby, so I had to have very limited conversations with people. But you know there are people with kids. Who yeah. Said, oh, I get it. I and and uh, our um, Joe has three kids. Right in and a brewery. Right, and <laughs> our so our coach has said like... I've gone out to dinner with people and their families before to help them explain, Yeah, you need to watch the kids for the next 10 weeks, and yeah. this, is, this is what I have to do. And it's for a finite amount of time. It's yeah. not forever. Yeah, And when I've been training our, uh, our team for their level two, which is in a month now— that was one of the first things I told them, is you need to go home tonight and you need to set expectations yeah. with everybody in your family about what your studying is going to look like, make sure that they're on board. They don't have to help you, but they just need to be aware that, yeah. okay, so, for the next few weeks, in the evenings, I get, I'm after dinner, I'm going to go into the office for two hours and yeah. study. Or can you please help me with flashcards?
0: Yeah, no, Jeff. Jeff jokingly made a joke online yesterday <laughs> about setting up a
1: support group for s-
0: significant others <laughs> right I, I think so, I think Tom's on board, <laughs> I think so. I was like, you guys can just go drink and not talk about beer, okay, right, exactly, yeah, and just leave me alone while I study <laughs> right
1: right, but i I agree with you the importance of setting aside that time every day and those i've started to have those conversations at my work too about you know we need to talk about what this looks like yeah because i love I, it I, I love how
0: jen goes into our job which is beer related it was like listen guys we need to talk about what my study routine looks like for masters no but that, that
1: is something because <laughs> i hilarious. know it's going to take a, a yeah. significant chunk of time so during the interview process i even said yeah i'm taking well, the master's and they and they absolutely do yeah they absolutely do but I've said okay. Now it's to the point where we need to talk about what that actually looks like for here, and how that's. It's affected. not like you're still a lawyer, going right.
0: into like right. But excuse me, Judge. I cannot meet with you until two p.m. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right. So that's that's <laughs> more of a conversation that I have to have as well. But also then just getting in my head. Okay, it's not enough to just tell people that that's when you're what your schedule is. You have to actually do it. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, Somebody else I know said, shared this article about the psychology of when you tell people your goals, you particularly on social media, you get that dopamine hit of people saying, oh, my God, you can do it. You're the smartest person I know. And so you get that gratification, which makes it less likely that you're going to study Or, you know, like, I'm starting my weight loss journey today. And it was like, oh, my God, you can do it. And then you're like, I already did it, so I can have potato chips for dinner. (laughs) And the the psychology behind telling people your goals and then not achieving them because you feel like you've already met them because people have given you accolades about your goals. But I went down this total rabbit hole of I understand the psychology behind that but I really want to tell people, but then I'm just telling people for the external validation. And <laughs> what does that say about me if I'm saying it so I can get that hit of <laughs> dopamine of people being like, you can do this, you've See, got this. I, d- I don't
0: want to post about it because I don't want to jinx myself. Right. That's my thing. I'm like, I don't want everyone to be like, you can do it. Because I don't want to be like, I don't
1: want to get a thousand Anything?
0: questions. Like, so how's it going? You know this? Right. No, no, no. It's like being pregnant. We're getting
1: married. Right. You know? Right. Well, and I think my my thought behind it is – the, I, I've always done that if I'm studying for a beer exam or something it's fun it's a, oh, it's yeah, a yeah. fun thing it, but it puts uh, I think if anything it might put a little pr- pressure on you to do it right and that's what I think the opposite too, of is I don't want to have a million conversations about oh why didn't you pass I just I just uh, I'm just nervous yeah.
0: you know I just don't want to like jinx it I don't want to talk about it I just want to study right. and then it's so funny too because people are like oh and then it so cool it would be like one to twenty and I'm like I am one of 136 advanced Cicerones <laughs> in the world. Why is that not good enough? <laughs> right. Or when even when people are like, oh, how many females are there? I'm like, does it matter? Because I'm one of 136 people in the world. Right. Like, who cares if it's a... Male or female or purple or yellow or gender or
1: transgender or whatever.
0: Like, who fucking cares? I'm one of 136.
1: Right. I <gasps> can also guarantee you that nobody has ever asked how many men are advanced runs. Right? Oh, don't even start it. But let's start that. Let's just start from now on. Everyone, if you're in any kind of industry, be like, oh, that's cool. How many men? How many men are in your industry? Yeah.
0: How many? Uh, how many? Just one of 15,000?
1: <laughs> Sweet. Right, let's just start start saying that to point out how f- fucking ridiculous it is to I hold continue to ask women what it's like to be a, a woman in her industry or how many women are there. It's we'll just say, how many men are in your industry? Can, oh my God, can you imagine going into some like brewing conference or something and being like, oh cool, you want a brewery? How many men work there? <laughs> are you the only man who works there? And you're the owner? <laughs> But oh oh you're not. You're not the only <laughs> man. It's all men. Whoa.
0: Isn't it so ridiculous? Yeah, actually actually it's just help? me and a
1: bunch of puppies. That's <laughs> all it is.
0: We can do everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um I guess yes, we can we can wrap this up and this will not our our pledge to you is this will not become a Master Room prep podcast.
0: Do we just do a whole episode on Signing up for the Master System.
1: Yeah, dude. It's a big fucking deal. (laughs) And this is like a therapy session for the two of us. Yeah. And now we've also put it in the podcast that it's happening.
0: Yeah. So now it's happening. Well, it's happening because we signed up and we gave them a lot of money. Right. So it's definitely happening. Unless
1: you never hear this episode. And that just means that don't ever ask us about it. (laughs) But you'll hear this episode. It's accountability. My husband won't hear it. Well, then he won't know how, how well you told the gutter story. Yep. So miss out. So on that note, I'll, he'll be like what's the gutter story? I'm like
0: find it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> IDK. So Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, please give us a follow and a review or subscribe on wherever you find your podcasts. I still don't know how to work the back end of any of the podcast platforms, so I don't know <laughs> if you follow or not, but uh, we do...
0: We just do what feels good. Right. That's why we talk about ourselves for a whole hour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, because... That's our, what feels good to me. <laughs> our husbands are sick of our shit. Yeah, so, so we had to start we're a, not
0: sick of our shit. Right. We had to start a <laughs> podcast to talk about ourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> bye I love it yeah this has been False Bottom Girls and we make the Bruin World go round